0: one at all it is the cbc wisdom hour episode number 168 for friday april 22nd earth day 2022 i'm steve Witchell in new orleans happy earth day
1: steve tony coming to you live from new jersey this whole
0: week has been full of holidays easter we had easter passover good Ramadan, friday and then uh uh 420 on uh Wednesday and now yep, it's Earth Day, 420 how about that
1: and they legalized recreational marijuana sales in New Jersey
0: I heard that yes well, we can talk about that in a little bit sure but just let everybody know we are streaming live right now at uh, 7 p.m central time 8 p.m eastern time and if it's not that time equivalent in your time zone you're watching the replay but if you're here live come on in and say hi tell us where you're from and we will say hi back um uh, make sure you subscribe to the youtube channel the link is in the description that's where all these videos are and you'll be notified when we go live yeah um, yeah so um live. yeah i was talking to uh a friend of mine in jersey who i talk to frequently it goes by the name of funny steve
1: funny steve is funny steve funny steve he sure is you've met funny steve i know
0: yeah. as opposed to me i'm steve which and you're tony thunderbird yes tb today TV. Oh, I get it. Okay.
1: Acronyms, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's good. I love acronyms.
1: But that's like, you know, if you said, you know, it's already ready already. Like, (laughs) is he funny? Is is Funny Steve funny, Steve?
0: He is funny, Steve. He is funny. Well, he he runs a a comic book store called Funny Books. So that's where he got the Funny Steve name, I think. Mm. I think that came after, I think Funny Steve came after the store, but I'd have to check with
1: him on that check in on that steve and report back but anyway edwin make a note for steve next week he's going to check back we're writing it down edwin's back
0: um i was talking to him this week and he mentioned that that marijuana is being legalized in new jersey or 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 that is official on uh, on on thursday the 21st which is really weird that they didn't do it on the 20th
1: I know that is kind of strange, but it was on News 12 in the morning and there was all people online. So, of course, they are going up and down the line interviewing people like, you know, this is great. And they're, this back and forth and people are giving different commentary. And they come to this one woman and she looked to be about maybe 70 years old. Nice. And she and they said, you know, you know, what, what are you doing here today? And she said, I'm here today to buy marijuana and I'm going to go home and get high. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> there you go. Not like it's been ever been difficult to get pot, no, but now you can. Though. Now I guess you can't get arrested for it. And Dude, the line
1: was on the TV. The it. line was like 150 people deep, and it was like eight o'clock where, in the morning when the store opened. <laughs> like nobody must be going to work today because they're all going to get high.
0: Where where was that store? What town?
1: Um, couldn't tell you. I think one was in Paramus, and one was in um. Somewhere like central Jersey, like New Brunswick, maybe. Okay. So they,
0: they should be popping up all over the place, you would think, eventually. I heard that it's not um that it's more expensive to to buy it in the store than it is to get it illegally.
1: Ha. Huh. Well you would think, well, they gotta tax it, right? So it's gonna be more money because they're gonna have to charge you tax on it. Right. Um
0: all right. So a couple of people said hi. Leo's here, he's back in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Dave. Uh, Dave and Duncan. Is in Davo or Davo Emerald uh, old Queensland Australia D D what that is. Everybody else that's watching, there's a lot of people here. Come on in, and say hi, tell us where you're from, and we will say hi back. It's always nice to know where we're reaching here on this yeah. worldwide web, which spans the entire globe. The whole but, world. That's but right. you never know. World. Like sometimes you know, Australia, it's uh it's Saturday now, I would imagine. Saturday, mate. So they're coming from the future, which is cool. Yes, so they how, are comes
1: how, in the future.
0: How are things in the future, Dave and Duncan? Let us know so we can prepare for what's to come. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's an interesting thing. And that kind of is going to tie into our topic that we'll we'll discuss in a little bit. But mm. um, the, the, the legalization of marijuana thing in jersey tony's in san diego i've never been to san diego i heard it's very beautiful i've always wanted to go me neither never been there i will eventually lizzie's in uh arizona lizzie mac like it uh oh cool this is good news heather jane says in washington state weed weed prices went down when it was legalized so
2: ah
1: so there you go there you go
0: brad's in san uh, uh anderson south carolina Brad Plant, Plant yesterday too, and I'm hope I hope I'm not giving this away to anybody. Was the Wordle word of the day? Uh, it, it was either yesterday or today, and I got it in three guesses. Do you play Wordle, Tony? No, I do not play Wordle. Do you know what it, what it is? No, it's a daily word game where you have to guess a word that's five letters long, and you have six guesses. Hmm. That's all I'll tell you.
1: And they don't give you any hints. No hints, nothing. Well, Jamie, they're, 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 Nova Scotia. Jamie,
0: Jamie's in uh, Nova Scotia. Yes, he said. Hope we have a great show. I hope so too, Jamie. We never know. We always have a great show, Jamie. Thanks. Always. Blues all bud about the attitude. Brent Diab. That's a lot of bees from Ottawa. Blues, bud, Brent Diab on the line. Yes. and yeah, hey, Blues, bud, a, Brent Diab. Yes, it's Saturday, and I did get Queensland right. I knew it was queens Queensland. Yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. Dave and Duncan, and it's uh, it's ten a.m. It's morning. So, okay. good morning. Um, what is addictive? Um, I don't know what he's referring to, but maybe the topic he's the referring
1: show, to. the show, Steve. Oh, the show. Okay. Maybe, maybe marijuana. Maybe he's not an. Addict. Maybe, uh, but the topic is also
0: kind of a, a,
1: a very addictive topic.
0: topic. Well, it's something from. Yeah. Uh,
1: Grants in Australia. Also the guy Australia Saturday morning. Some early morning CBC Wisdom Hour. Love it. Jaha. Yeah. You, shout out out.
0: 357 soldiers whom i don't know what that means boom boom maybe no maybe whom i don't know what it means um so uh we didn't have a broadcast last week because you had a gig so tell us all about it Tony.
1: hey steve well you know the gig went very well (laughs) so we played a place uh up by us janus roadhouse great place we play there probably once a month every six weeks And they have a great outdoor pavilion you know outdoor seating area so they have not officially opened it yet though because for whatever reason they usually don't uh oh the wordle is addictive okay should have known steve wordle right and rich is in georgia it's going great rich yeah i'm sorry so anyway so it was so it was a really nice evening like the weather was pretty temperate you know Uh but they put us inside so it was a little bit of a convoluted type of gig because a lot of the people were outside and we were inside and it was good Friday Passover. You know what I mean? So there wasn't a lot of people really out, you know, so it wasn't very busy. Right. It was a great gig though, you know, but it just wasn't jam packed, but it was more of an intimate type of crowd. And I will say that I, I like that because you become more creative at times, you know, because you're you're in a more intimate element. So you'll have more tendency to stretch things out and you know, right take some chances and do things you might not normally do. I would
0: agree. So- Jer-
1: Jerry uh Harris said, Who are you,
0: dude? So I put our names up. Uh I am Steve Wichell. I am the founder of Cover Band Central. I didn't say that. I don't say that anymore for some reason. And Tony is uh Tony T V
1: Thunderbird. T V. So we're Tony Thunderbird tonight, but Tony Viner
0: drummer in New Jersey who I've worked with uh plenty and have also uh, been doing this show for 168 episodes. <laughs> so
1: I'm Tony Bart. I'm the co-founder of Wisdom Hour with Steve Witchell president, is the CEO, general is counsel, and all around monetarily monitor, gentlemanly right. guy type guy. Right. Of Cover Band Central. Steve this guy keeps Look saying. The show.
0: Wait, wait a second! This guy keeps saying, "Play my song." I can't play your song unless you send it to me. So that would be the first step. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, so we could play the song if we had it. And, and if it's a cover, and if
0: it's a cover song, then okay, even better. There's a chance I'll play it. If it's an original, probably not going to play it during this hour. So
1: unless we cover it, then we could play it. We could we, we could or cover to- <laughs> it in this hour. Correct.
0: Listen to your original song and then cover it.
1: Cover it quickly, then we can play yes. it back. Yes, that'd be good
0: uh okay so there's a lot of comments here i'm trying to catch up here um catch it up stevie brad wants to know about your kid so let's tell tell me about your kit tell him about your kit brad okay oh, tell, tell brad about your kit kit so pete i'll All tell right. you about
1: brad's kit here <laughs> it's that's brad. brad brad yeah so the kit behind me is a gretch uh renowned 57 motor city blue and i have over here you'll see uh these three drums here 6 8 and 10 over my shoulder those are old Gretsch concert toms from the 80s that i wrapped with uh contact paper and i painted them to match and i made the emblems and everything on them so they look they look identical to the drums that's cool and then on the other side of that which you can't see is the me- the mega drum set but that the, the drum set behind me and I'll, I'll move over so you can see it yeah, yeah.
0: Wait, that's not even the so the mega kit is in the in the background.
1: Yes, correct. The mega kit is adjacent to that, but behind it.
0: I think you need to rework a studio so we see the mega kit.
1: Let's see, Steve. Through the magic of post production. Tommy, get ready. I got a guy over here who's gonna help me. Okay. I can show you. This is pretty cool. You'll like this. So through the magic of the wisdom hour steve mm-hmm. i can show you what the mega kit looks like
0: is it going to be a picture on your phone
1: no we're going to bring it up on the screen watch oh
0: how are you not doing that already then hang on all right okay hang here on. comes right Here, it comes, right here it comes. the audience is uh yeah hey, it's on your phone okay wow look at that man that's incredible huh
1: so that is the mega kit i think you sent me a picture of this because I-, I have. So that's on the other side. And you can kind of see that right next to it is the blue drum set. So that is a big. And that is a Yamaha recording custom 1986. Right. Uh, 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 And there are many other drum sets that are off camera that will, we'll bring about some other time for another topic of conversation. Sure.
0: We don't want to unveil
1: all the kits tonight.
0: Right. But Jamie said after 41 years of playing music, he finally built a sound studio in his home using Cubase 10.5, had issues
1: with latency, but he thinks he has it sorted. Nice.
0: And he also said he'd love to see a show on home studios. That's something we could do maybe in the future.
1: We can do that. I built mine last year, so I can talk about it a plenty. Yeah. Good idea, right. Jamie. We can talk about that topic and the value that it adds to not only cover band community, but original musicians everywhere.
0: Exactly. More questions for you. Dave and Duncan wants to know, what what is the first song that your band plays? So you played Friday. Wait, but, what was the but, first song you played?
1: You opening remember. song was Don't Do Me Like That, Tom Petty. Oh, that's a good song. Yes, that was the set opener. That's a good one. To, to and sometimes we may open with Dark Side, Beaver Brown Band. Oh, okay,
0: that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, blues Bud Brent Diab said, Forgive me, I'm to the show. What bands do you cover? We don't cover bands. We are a host for
1: people who do play and cover bands but maybe he's asking States what band. bands do we cover in our bands that we play in. is that what he's like, asking what types of music i believe so okay so we can answer that question i don't need to leave our names up here
0: the whole time you know okay um I, I in my band i play uh since he's new to the show he doesn't know any of this but I, i'm in new orleans i play on bourbon street full time i've been here for about 12 years now uh for most of that time been playing full time and we cover classic rock mostly classic rock songs that are very popular popular that everybody is sick of so you'll hear a lot of sweet child of mine summer 69 uh type of songs because we're playing to a tourist crowd and it's the lowest common denominator music basically so party tunes people are in new orleans have fun drink have a good time dance and uh we play songs to facilitate that tony on the other
1: hand you play I, on the other hand however live in new jersey my whole life now yes and been playing in cover bands my entire career original bands as well but the right. band i'm currently in yes is the polar opposite of steve's situation because the band that i currently play in is 60s 70s 80s 90s today eclectic mix of b-sides and great songs from great bands that are not the go-to song that every other band would play from that artist
2: when you're craving church's three-piece classic there's no other option two crispy legs a thigh and a warm honey butter biscuit are the only way and that's why we call it a classic church's texas chicken tap the banner to find your nearest
1: location offer valid participating locations for example like acdc everyone will play shook me all night long or back in black maybe We do Dirty Deeds.
0: We play Dirty Deeds, too.
1: Yeah, so that's a good, you know, offset to the common denominator. Kind of like the petty thing, you know, everyone plays American Girl. We'll do Don't Do Me Like That, you know. Or You Wreck Me or another good petty song, but not a mainstream killed to death petty song.
0: Right. Yeah, so, I mean, here I've played Don't Do Me Like That plenty and Dirty Deeds plenty. Like ACDC, the songs are Shook Me All Night Long, Highway to Hell um back in black if you can get somebody that sings it yeah a- and uh and uh dirty deeds those are the top 4 correct that that we play anyway
1: yeah so we you know that's that's the deal and steve plays what four or five nights a week
0: i play four nights a week currently with this band but i play in other projects too you know whatever i get called for um i play in a uh, at a casino once a month with a band that, that primarily plays weddings and corporate events, so that song list is vastly different. Um, we we play many more obscure songs. Like I had to learn "Brandy," you know, "Brandy," you mm-hmm.
1: fine girl, she's a fine girl, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, which is a, really a one-hit wonder from the band. I can't even remember the name of the band right now or the artist. Um, and so we play that every night. Which I just learned recently that song, and that was not an easy song for me in like 10 minutes to learn i had to really sit down and learn that because hmm. that's that's uh, that line is moving around and it follows the vocals in the in the verse right to a t so you have to play it note for note so i spent yeah. some time on it and i learned it uh but that yeah that band will play some like we'll play don't stop believing maybe pour some sugar on me uh May, like Sweet Home Alabama, probably in that band, but the rest of it is more, much more
1: obscure stuff.
0: Looking Glass, thank you, Leo. That's the name of the. There you go. That's the name of the band. So. Yep. Um, I
1: was gonna make something up just to screw with you, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, right. That's the place." Yeah, right, no, I, I yeah, would. You know. I nope. I I would have caught you. That was Base- Lee Merriweather in the Crescent, Steve. Of course, <laughs> and everybody knows that.
0: Facebook user says, "You know, I'd love a home studio shoe."
1: okay cool so we gotta think about doing one of those steve because we could talk all about that because i got both mega kids fully mic'd up and ready to go the
0: reason it says facebook user by the way is because this person is in the group and uh you need to click on the link to let Streamyard show your name Mm -hmm. that's why we're seeing that yes yes um i don't uh, dave and duncan asked do you need to use things like lyric pad or songbook i don't because i i've been most of the songs I play, I've played so many times and I don't have to read lyrics or read charts or anything like that. But if I were to have to, I would use something like that.
1: Yes, Dave and Duncan. Much like Steve, I'm a musical library and somewhat of a savant genius at remembering musical things. So I do never, never, ever need any consultation with lyrical things or musical reminders of any sort. But thank you for your question. Yes. Greg said, Good Girls Don't is the best alternative next song. Yes, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah,
0: that was their other big single.
1: They really had the two songs. Yeah, that, we that do My like, Sharona in a medley of other songs.
0: But My Sharona is even one that doesn't get played a lot. I haven't I haven't played it a lot and I haven't heard it a lot. So, yeah. so either one of those is good. My Sharona is fun to play too. It is. And I, I think most people know that song, you know?
1: Oh yeah, a lot of people know it. Pretty sure. Do some Jake Giles. You guys do any Jake Giles? I've done Centerfold a million times. Yeah, um, but I'm talking about like maybe uh, something less mainstream. Like nah. give it give it to me maybe Is a good tune, you know. I don't think
0: I've ever played any other Jake Giles song.
1: Freeze Frame. No, no,
0: Freeze Frame, I've never played Freeze Frame. But didn't we do one with Elevators? Wasn't there one with the Wasn't there a Jake Giles song in there in that band?
1: Yes, there was. You're correct. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it, but it wasn't one of the ones we just said. So yes, that right. would be a fourth Jay Giles tune. Right. So I
0: had, um, yeah, it, my memory is only good because
1: of repetition, you know, that's it, Dave, uh, David Duncan. Um, yeah, it's true because it's like muscle memory. Right. And if you've done the song so many times, it, you know, I will say though if you haven't played a song in a long time like let's say you know 200 songs right that you can call up at any time but you mm-hmm. haven't done song 189 in 3 or 4 years it, you may not be able just to pop it right up depending on what it is you know sure yeah some but other songs I think you you'll never forget mm-hmm. because you've played them so many times right like I could mm-hmm. probably think of 50 songs that I've played so many times there's no way I could not remember how to play them
0: right yeah me too same thing same, same. So uh, this past week for me, I worked the four nights and it, it's been fleet week in here in New Orleans, which is when uh, a bunch of the, the ships uh, dock in the harbor in New Orleans mm-hmm. and they have their week leave in, and to go about town. So all over the French Quarter, men and women in uniform, Navy, Coast Guard, uh-huh. Marines, and always run it's always fun seeing all them around and it's, it's a busy time of year in new Orleans now, post COVID now that everything is kind of, it's not really ever post COVID, but now that everything is kind of back to normal and has, yeah, or at least
1: more, more open than it's been.
0: Yes. Love stings. That's the other Jay Goss, but we, that's not the way. No. Um, Tarney Spencer, no time to lose. We rock Jeff said, thanks Jeff. Thanks man. And, uh, As he said, same with the chick playbook. (laughs) Um, So a great time. You know, it's, they're so spirited. They're they're letting loose. They're cutting loose. They're having such a good time. And uh, it's great to have them all. So I wanted to show you just pictures. And I didn't. Oh,
1: yeah. Let's see some pictures, Steve. I
0: didn't prepare for this because I just
1: thought. Picture time with Steve and Tony. Where's the music, Steve? That's picture so time weird. with steve and tony where's the music steve
0: oh i forgot about the whole music thing
1: too. picture time with steve and tony okay, wait, come me... look at some pictures
0: uh yeah, yeah i'll like answer expensive. lizzie we'll answer this question in a minute after i get through Setting this up so. for
1: success man it's like wait, a, let's put it. so we got this feature i use
0: Streamyard. we use Streamyard yeah, here to, to do this broadcast and we they gave us uh now we can put background music to things so let's see that's not the one we want. What do we want for pictures here? No. No. Nah. There's nothing that's too upbeat.
1: Picture guess... time with Stephen Tony. All right, this might be all right. This is the picture, is the picture time music right here, Steve. All right.
0: So we got a little background music. This is <laughs>
1: what you got to see? Let's see. All
0: right. So this is. Uh... A, a few pictures that were taken during the week, and this is a this guy came up. He's like, I could sing, man. I sing in a band back home. Cool. And we're like, all right. So he came up and he sang uh, "Running with the Devil"
2: <laughs> yeah. by Van
0: Halen, and then uh, what was the second song? He sang another one, but he sang them both good. And you see all these guys in the front. They were they were so loud, cheering and stuff. Yeah, I bet. And that, that was a lot of fun. So here is him from the other side. There's uh, me and Jason and Chris and Derek on stage with him. <laughs> nice. In the yeah. This is our friend, Tony, or Tommy Drennan, who came up uh, and sat in for a couple songs. And he was loaded. <laughs> Chris.
2: Loaded.
0: That's that's me. Mighty, all-powerful me. He's the witch. And there's another shot of all the guys. Yeah in uniform here that we're hanging out. Guys and gals, I should say. And that, is, that is my point of view from the bar or from the stage, I yeah, should that's say. that's great.
1: Uh, when I'm playing.
0: All right, I think that music worked well.
1: Picture time with Steve and Tony is now over.
0: Right. That music worked well. Um... Uh, da, 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 da.
1: So that was cool. Plus, imagine how many people must have been outside walking in the streets in uniform, too. So there's probably like oh, a everywhere. sea of, of arm, you know, of all uniformed, you know, people everywhere. Uh, everywhere. And they they still
0: are there in town to the end of the weekend. It's French Quarter Fest this weekend, a very busy time. I am grateful to not have to be in the French Quarter all weekend. Mm. It's, 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 a, it's a nightmare for driving and parking and, and all that stuff.
1: Um, yeah, but once you're on the stage, then it's cool.
0: Yes, yes, agreed. Um, do uh, Steve uh, Blues Blood Brent asked Steve, do you get into a blues jam at all with your gang? Um, I don't. Not with that band. I mean, we do some blues tunes, but we don't really get into any sort of. I mean, occasionally we'll get into like a a thing. Uh, but we don't have like an all night blues jam thing that we mm. do with that band. I've done it with many other bands, including the, the aforementioned elevators that Tony and I used to play in at separate times.
1: Yes. That was tons of blues jams.
0: Yeah. Um, Very but good. there's, yeah, there's a lot of it, obviously in new Orleans, blues and jazz and, and all that stuff. Um, and Steven said, Tommy was drunk. Yeah. Tommy uh, Drennan is a good friend of mine and he's the one in that picture. And he was, he was just hanging out in town and he was, uh, He was imbibing and he got, and he was, he admitted right away. He's like, I'm I'm hammered.
1: And then he got up and played though.
0: Got up and played and he played some sloppy drums.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not good to play drums drunk.
0: No, but that is a perfect segue into our topic, Tony. And the, the Tony, I, the topic. All right. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm bracing myself because you're going to go.
1: Don't. Be a drunk drummer. Actually, the the topic
0: I went with was uh, drinking on the job. And that uh, musicians are, uh, being a musician, it's one of the few professions or jobs where you can not only drink alcohol, but sometimes are encouraged to drink alcohol. Mm. So uh, I wanted to talk about that. As our topic and find out what everybody else thinks, because there are certainly some passionate viewpoints on if whether this is acceptable or not. And I mean, I will say for me, I like to drink alcohol and I do drink alcohol while I'm playing. Um, I I very, very rarely have ever gotten too drunk where I can't perform my job. Um, It's happened, but I've played 2000 plus gigs. so. You know i'm doing pretty good uh but i do like you know to get a little buzz on and, and i'm working in a bar and part of my thing is selling drinks from the stage because it, in our situation where it's the only revenue is alcohol sales they're not they don't charge admission at the door there's no food sales that's it it's alcohol sales so it's part of our job obviously to get people in the room buying alcohol but i like to get on the mic And my shtick is, uh, you know, go ahead and buy the band a round of shots. Kevin's behind the bar. Go to Kevin and say, I want to buy the band a round of shots. And more often than not, when I say that, somebody does. And then I I think it was Tuesday night this past week. So many people bought a shots that they were left on the stage at the end of the night. where they are like,
1: played 2,000 shows. You motherfuckers. I was just sober for at least 100 of them. Right. And they're like, shots, more shots for Steve. Angry right. Steve, drink more.
0: No, I wasn't that. Because I know my limits. And I, I'll drink water, too. <laughs> if I feel myself getting a little too far in, I'll, I'll drink water. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but sometimes,
1: it, it, Steve, when you feel yourself getting a little too far in, you're already too far in, brother. That's true. That is true.
0: Um, but that's when you know, back it up. Drink some water
1: back it up. Rewind it. No, thanks. I'm not going to take that shot right now. I've had enough, but thank you for the offer. Right. Um, right. Kids know your limits. It's
0: it's since we're working in a, in a, in a bar that, that, uh, needs to make money at the bar. I find that it's a good practice to encourage people to buy drinks. That's going to reflect well on your band. The more money the business makes while you're there the better chances you have of getting
1: buy not one drink but two, buy a drink for you, your band and more invite your friends.
0: Yeah. You know, get, and that betters your chances of getting asked back uh, to play again, you know, booking more shows at that venue and uh, perhaps even make more money. So it's a win-win, but you know, as far as you drinking, you don't have to, to, in order to do that but a lot of people <laughs> if you play I, here you you, you
1: you have to drink at least two yeah. beers every set or you're fired <laughs> right. but i don't drink to drink
0: <laughs> right um right that's funny. um
1: oops i spilled my
0: beer but, now but true, it, it two does, more it does you can the the crowd can relate to you more a little bit more if you if you got a drink in your hand and you know they're you know they feel like a part of the party um and that's my view on it and i you know i know that some people think that it's not professional to drink and there's certain gigs there's certain gigs where i won't uh drink like if i'm playing a wedding i'll have maybe one drink and and not you hey, know the, after was, the break so, you know and
1: sometimes i've played a wedding and it's like strict the band can't drink right and they give the bartender like strict instruction like i've rolled up and been like hey buddy i'll take it you know he's like I, yeah i can't you're in the band i can't serve you
0: right you know, or, or
1: casinos, there's a lot of times where mm-hmm. casinos... Because is... you're considered a vendor at, the, at an event like that. Right. Whereas in a bar, like you just said, people are encouraged to drink and they will buy you shots and you can drink. But that is a slippery slope because, like you said, four, five, six, seven, eight people. Now you got, you know, there's hundreds of people in the bar and you put out that announcement for shots and 10 people think it's a great idea. All of a sudden there's 50 shots on the stage. Which is great l- because l- the the... Literally, though. Right. There there will be a giant pile of shots. Yes.
0: But that's good for the bar because they're making the money on it. And whether you drink it or not is is irrelevant at that point. Yeah. The bar made the money. That's
1: what correct. But, but, you know, you know, like you said, you don't want to walk off stage with 100 shots filled, you know, full on the stage.
0: No, you could bring your own little empty bottle and pour it in there. And...
1: <laughs> What's that guy doing? He's taking all the shots that people bore <laughs> for the band and he's segregating them into different bottles. He's yeah. got a little cooler up on the stage there, and it's like, dude, after like a month of gigs, look, I got a full bottle of like Melon Balls, and I got a full bottle, of Jameson, full bottle. Of... What else do people buy you shots at? Jaeger, Fireball, Fireball, ugh, Fireball. That's my go-to shot. Yeah, well, but after like 10 of them, it's it's, it's brutal. It is brutal. Um, I, I
0: skipped this question, Lizzie, and I'll answer it real quick. Everyone has one. What sorry, song requires a big tip to play? That answer is Freebird. $500, and it's on sale.
1: Uh, $500 on sale tonight for
0: $250. Yeah. So Blues Bud Brent, drinking to a point, never let it mess up the gig. Party after. Yes. Good idea. Um how do you book the band to again? Uh this is a completely different topic, blues bud. But he said, is it best to pound the computer to book the band, or is it worth it to pay someone else to get her done? Um, it's best to do best to do whichever works for you. Yeah. You know, I mean we could get into that topic deeper at some other time.
1: So we got two new future topics, Steve. One for the booking that's it that to answer right. his question, and then one for uh the home studio, right? steven said, I drunk better when I'm saying, when, when
0: I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, to me. Um, I like this. Leo said, We always do a team drink, which, like uh, Elaine from Elevators, used to, yeah, a social. social, social, social. So everybody lifts their drinks. Um, and this is another thing to consider here as mike said i used to drink during the show until i had to drive home drunk a couple times Mm. and that's something you'd never want to do we certainly want to encourage you to not do uh, that to not do that to drive uh to either have a designated driver or wait till you're sobered up or just don't drink and drive um Um, or just don't get
1: hammered at the gig, you know, have a beer or two and then be cool and drink water, you know,
0: know your limits. Like Dustin said, 2%, be
1: reserved.
0: Certainly want to know your body and eat well beforehand or during the gig. If you have that option, Mm kind of soak up some of that alcohol. Um, Lizzie said, uh, that's her job to keep the alcohol flowing, but she says, I don't like to drink during a show. And some people, it's it makes them uh, more nervous or uncomfortable. Some people, it loosens them up. And th- especially singers that have a little bit of stage fright, they have a drink or two, it gets them kind of more loosey-goosey and they can mm-hmm. they can sing better. But there certainly is a fine line. Um,
2: Stuck the midnight train,
1: going anywhere.
0: <laughs> Mick Hamm said, 12 years sober here. Now I don't have to pee after every set, which is great.
1: Congratulations.
0: I don't know how because I would still be drinking water and something just mm. to keep liquefied. And Leo's, you know, they put it right out there. His band name is Better with Beer. <laughs> That's the name of the band. So drink up, everybody. There you go. It's right in the name.
1: Better with beer. Everything's better with beer, Steve.
0: Right. Yeah. And you know, not only is it dangerous uh to drive drive drunk, but you could also get in trouble, as Greg said. He gave mm-hmm. it up in Southern California. Only when he plays too dangerous, getting home, the cops cops camp out by most of the spots, just looking for anyone leaving at the wrong time to pull mm-hmm. over. Um, lose bud. Trick is clear liquid, ginger ale, or Seven Up. Lots of ice. The trick is for what? To not pee. Or
1: to not uh, get hammered, Steve. You can't get hammered off a ginger ale or Seven Up.
0: Uh, unless you mix it with
1: vodka. She didn't say that, though. So we can't assume that's the case. I think that's a he. Uh, oh, he. Yeah. Well, listen, we can't assume that. He's not implying that. Take care of Dave and Duncan. See you.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like Leo said, he said, I have to have a beverage while I'm singing. Beer works best for singing for me. I usually have one to, one to two percent. Um. Mm. How long is a set for you? I wonder.
1: 15 minutes, maybe 20. <laughs> <laughs> Play seven, eight sets, you know, you're in good shape.
0: Yeah. You could drink uh, non-alcoholic beer, like Alan said, 2% or Heineken 0.0. I didn't know 0.0 was a was a beer.
1: I guess if you really like the taste of beer, you know, I never really understood the, the non-alcoholic beer thing. That's
0: it. You'll like the taste of beer, I guess. You know, I guess. As I drink my wine.
1: Yes, your non-alcoholic grape juice over there. Yes, that's what it is. Well prop prop for the show. Forty five to fifty
0: minutes a set.
1: That's our set too. Two beers an hour.
0: Oh, I see what he's saying. Okay, so blues is saying the idea with clear liquid is to make it look like you're drinking, but not. But not. So so you could you could toast to the crowd and
1: make it look like it's a you know it's a bar drink and then correct, because it's got ice in it and it's fizzy looking and it could be a vodka tonic or you know vodka club or seven and seven Right. nobody knows Steve Right. could be the master of illusion up there can't be compromising our you know playing skills and our integrity to the music by getting all hammered out
0: yes although I feel like I've gotten you know a good buzz on uh, at times and feel like I play better so you have less inhibition
1: yeah, there's definitely a a certain limit and a zone you can get into, but it's a slippery slope, like you said, to be there. It is. Because you can very quickly be, you know, Red Solo Cup. Nobody knows what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, says Ryan Tanner. Yeah. That's right.
0: But they'll assume, yes. Um, they'll assume you're drinking a beer. Because the Red Solo Cup is the,
1: uh, the container of the backyard party. Oh, yeah. And, you get know, people, Steve, some people have a, a lot more of a tolerance for alcohol, too. You know, like someone could drink 10 beers and be okay. Someone could drink four and be thrown up. Right. So you
0: just never know. Right. And speaking of that, the, these people in for Fleet Week, some of them were, were imbibing quite a bit. And I saw more than a couple get sick, like six sick, sick <laughs> yeah, in I'm the sure. club. In like the, there's this one guy, it was a marine, uh, but it's a young kid. I couldn't believe he was like, I mean, he must be 18 or or he has to be legal age because he was drinking, but right, right. Um, so 21, but he looked like he was 14 years old, the little kid. And he's just he had somebody was with him and is walk from my point of view, he's at the bar, which is to my left, and then there's this garbage can over to the right, and he just kept walking, stumbling. Over the garbage can, across the dance floor, over the garbage can, and just leaning over and
1: throwing up at the garbage can and, and then... blowing
0: child there, and then walking back, and then he would go back again and back and back and forth. <laughs> nice. And it was, it was, uh, it was. I said on the mic, like he's he's earned his stripes tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we've all uh, been then, there. It's not fun.
0: It's not fun, and that's what I said too. Like you're not gonna, you don't feel good now, kid. But you're hey, gonna look tomorrow back morning to
1: feel any better tomorrow
0: right but you're going to look at back on this as a, as a very big learning experience so. yeah, it used to be hurting for certain and there were a couple of people that were just yeah like completely out like in the back some as people falling down it was it was uh these falling down were,
1: drunk, <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. came to
0: party, man.
1: <laughs> That's always good. Like I can remember playing so many parties, do where people got falling down drunk. Like they'd be on a dance floor and they'd be like, "Boom, uh, down, they're down, they're down over there." Then two minutes later, another couple's down over there. A guy's over there by the bar. Boom! Huge crash. a guy just fell into the dessert table and wiped out like two or three people and all <laughs> the food and shit on the floor. Right. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, as long as you're not in the line of fire, you know what I mean.
0: Right. Yeah. Bobby said, not allowed to turn down drinks, so you'll have to hide them or pay a price for insulting the customers.
1: <laughs> Dude, hide them. Like you hide said them. before, Steve, little jug, a little canteen back behind the drum set there. Yeah. Thanks for the shot, buddy. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah you have to shut up with right, a, a funnel. <laughs> Yeah, out of a funnel and then it go, a, a couple different hoses that go to different bottles. And... No, I just bring an extra drum with no head on it and just have a, like a bag in it, like <laughs> a go. liner. Just dump the drinks right in there. And yes. then I just tie it off into a bag and put it in the cooler. Take it home and you're ready to go. There you go. But serve, never. serve it to your guests at the next party. Uh, yeah, dude, I got I'm... genuine New Orleans liquor right here, right, right, right. from the club. Right. Drinks right from the club, dude. Genuine but never under any
0: circumstances turn down a drink. If, no. you're, if you're playing a place that is making revenue because you're there, then you always say yes, even if you don't drink. Just say yes, and then whatever. Do whatever you want with it. Give it hey, away. Hey, bass player,
1: what are you drinking? I'm good, thanks. No, yeah. No, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good. I can see these six shots here. I'm good
1: base man, what are you drinking two i told you two one with ice one without rum and yep. coke thanks buddy yes
0: and this is a good uh tip too lizzie said work it out ahead of the time with the bartenders slash staff, which is uh i have that opportunity here because i play in the same club four <laughs> nights a week and i know so, all the bartenders
1: so what do you tell them when they come up to buy shots from the band put like coca-cola in mine instead of cafe patron
0: you could do that yeah <laughs> i wouldn't just
1: put seltzer in it yeah
0: but the bartenders that work there know what we like. <laughs> yeah. So it, it makes it easier for Right, buy the somebody... band a
1: shot, and then they, they already know what they want. He, yeah, he wants a lemon easy. drop. He wants that. This guy wants this. But, that could, but you can't really do that, Steve. You can't be like have a, five different shots or six different shots.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you can. Well, definitely not a lemon drop, though. <laughs>
1: We're not We're, sissies. Let's just throw that out there to see what your response would be to that. Lemon drop. Do we drink Southern Comfort, Jack Daniels, Gold Oh, not Gold
0: <laughs> Goldschlager's good, man. No, oh, no, I'd throw up just at the yeah, smell of that. Chug a lug, baby. I it's funny you say Cafe Patron because that is one of my go-to shots. Yeah, that's
1: that's Cafe Patron is so is very doable. I remember drinking a bottle of that one Father's Day and I was fine.
0: Yeah, it's very heavy. It's yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot of sugar. It's very syrupy, mm-hmm. um but it's so tasty. And that's one that I I kind of sip. I don't I don't shoot yeah, it. You
1: I put it on the rocks, yeah.
0: No, I don't put it on the rocks, but I'll sip it. Oh, they might chill it for me. I don't know. Patron Silver. I
1: haven't had that. She, somebody got not stirred.
0: Yeah, somebody Patron got me a triggered. shot of te- somebody got me a shot of tequila last night. I don't know what it was, what kind of tequila it was, but I took a little sip of it and I was like, I can't do tequila night i just mm. it was it was a long night we played six sets last night last two nights six sets each night wow um but uh, uh so to tie back into what we we're talking about before the marijuana thing mm. what are people's feelings on that because a lot of people like to get high when they're playing a gig um and I, I, of course that's not legal in most places but now it's becoming legal and, but it's not like you can go to a bar and buy a, a, a shot, a fireball, and a joint. Yes. <laughs> not yet, right. Not yet. Yet. But I wonder what people's feelings are on that as, as far as, it, you know, as far as you doing it while you're playing. Is it something that you, you're okay with? It's something you do yourself? I, what, what is your feeling, Tony, on that? Not to put you under...
1: Right. No, as far as what, as far as uh, smoke and pop, uh, you think it's gonna be ex- like uh, acceptable in clubs, I mean, well, I don't do think, you think it's acceptable? I don't drink or smoke or do anything when I play a gig. I may have a beer at the beginning of the night, but I typically will not drink, drink, drink. And if they do buy shots, I do what you said. I stockpile them like uh-huh. behind something on the stage by me. Because right. I've been in the same position where you know people have bought shot, shot, shots, and we've done a whole ton of them. And then you know by the end of that set, into the beginning of the next set, you're you can already tell you're impaired. You're not gonna be able to play, right. uh, you know, at the level you want to play at. Right. So I mean, for some people, I think you know if, if they if it takes them to a, a place that makes them play better or they enjoy it more, then you know go ahead, have at it. But if it starts to affect the the overall quality of the music right then that's a different story because someone might say like oh yeah man i can smoke and i play great but then everyone else is like but you really don't play great dude like you think you're playing great but it's really not you know Mm -hmm. and like you had said when you videotape the band and you you watch yourself back you can get a good perspective on tempo what the band looks like right what it sounds like and and are people playing great or not so i think it can go either way i think it could be a positive thing that could make the band sound better you know, maybe realistically, not in just someone's mind, but I think it could also be a detriment, okay. just like with the drinking. You know, I think there has to be a balance there where, um, you know, you can still do your job. Right. So, I mean, sure. That, that's really the point. Right. So you can't judge or say what's good for me is, is the same for you or same for this person. Right. Right. Cause someone may say, uh, yeah, I could drink and, and, and smoke and play better than I can if I'm straight. And that might be the fact.
0: Right. Like Gregory says here, I can't get high and play it throws his timing off. right. I feel like i i I'm fine with it. I can smoke pot and play uh, and because it's something I've done for a long time, so mm. I'm okay with it for myself. and you know other people I've worked with do, and i i I can't really think of too many times where I've run into somebody that was too stoned on stage, you know, like that they couldn't get their job done. You know, hmm. uh, too drunk. Yes. Too stoned. Mm. No, nah, I I can't remember any times when that happened.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, with drinking, it's it lasts longer than if someone smokes. You yeah. know, what I mean, like once you start getting drunk, you're getting drunker. It's not like in two hours you'll be OK. Right, right. Whereas if you were really stoned and couldn't play, you would eventually be OK in a couple hours, you know. Right. Um, Whereas I like when you're drinking, you wouldn't be, you know.
0: Right. And Leo said for some people, marijuana is their drink of choice. Our old drummer smoked sometimes, like with alcohol, it did get a bit out of hand. Okay. So for him, he's had circumstances where it did get out of hand. Um, uh, yeah. And this is the way, you know, this is, it, this is again about knowing yourself. Delilah says, uh, yeah. as a vocalist, I saved the drinking of alcohol to the third set and last set. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's doing four sets. But yeah. So if you, if you wait, you know, start the night slow, don't drink. And then, you know, at the end of the night, you kind of get a little more loosey goosey. Uh, um, Sean said 420 friendly, but just like alcohol, it needs to be moderate. Um, uh, Donna says I can drink and play, but not smoke doesn't work for her. Uh, uh, Trevor gravel. I had a guitar player in my band that would get out of hand with his drinking at gigs. Many times we had to unplug him (laughs) and keep the show sounding good. (laughs) <laughs> so he's over there just ripping away, but he's completely foot.
1: Yes, excellent. That is fantastic. I had a guy in a band like that too, bass player, one time. Right. Uh, uh, Which is a you know it's a good segue to that, right? Drinking playing has never been a problem, and he's done it often. So yeah. I played in this band, Jet Store, right, and I was probably eighteen, and these guys were like in their forties, and it was this blues, heavy blues kind of rock band. Mm-hmm. cover cover and a couple of originals, but a lot of, you know, a lot of covers, but like Mustang Sally roll over Beethoven. Um, they did, you know, dire Straits, that, that kind of vein of stuff. Right. So I'll never forget the guy, this guy, Joe, who was the, 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 the rhythm guitar player had a brand new amp. Right. And he goes to the gig and he's like, dude, I saved up for like two years to get this amp. Right. And he's finally got it at the gig. He's all excited about it. Puts it up on the stage. We're playing on a riser. So he's got his amp there and he's in front and the amp's there and long story short by the time we get to like the third set the bass player would would pound right he would just drink like he would get a pitcher for himself and he would just constantly fill cup after cups but a third set he like it's great man it's great like so we're playing some slow blues song you know and it's like and that dude is like stomping like this on the stage with every downbeat, his eyes closed, his head back, and I'm the only one that sees it happening. He's got a full pitcher of beer on top of the dude's new oh, amp, man. and as he's doing that, the whole riser is shaking, and the beer is like cascading and spilling all—you oh, all, know—it's it, all over the guy's amp. And I mean, not a little bit; like it's it, the pitcher is like because the stage is moving because he's so hammered and he's being so violent. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, the guys are playing, and he's like, Ba-na-na. And that's it, man. No sound's coming out. And he's checking his guitar, and he's checking his cable, and he's looking around, and I can see what's going on because, you know, the little pup of smoke came out the back of the amp, oh, and no. it just shut off. And I remember he turned around like, the middle of the gig, as the middle of the song as they're playing, and saw his amp, and he was like, <gasps> And just, like, stopped, took his guitar off, was, like, he was on the ground, (laughs) and looked at his amp, and then the song ended, and they were, like, ready to fist fight, he's like, you idiot, he's like, look at my amp, and he's like, you shouldn't have had on the stage then. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, it's like what? one of those like, yeah, it's like some kind of incoherent, like nonsensical, like it's not my fault that my beer spilled all over your amp because you had it like on my side of the stage. If you would have had it on the other side of the stage and I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to put the beer on it.
0: Oh, man, that yeah, that's, and it was oh. it
1: was like almost fisticuffs. And then I think the gig was actually we had to take a break. And the dude. Had to like dry off the amp, and I think he had to change a fuse in it. And he did, he did get it working again, but it was like it was brand new, and it was all you know, like the grill had all beer in it, and it was like all just schmegged up. And I felt so bad for the dude.
0: Well, the lesson here, kids, is don't put any drinks on top of your amp or then, anybody else's amp.
1: Yes, and then on another night, that same band player guy was driving. He had all the PA equipment for the band in his van, and he was somehow going home and went to go to the diner. And when he turned into the diner somehow, the back door of the van opened up and all of the PA equipment oh, no. came out all over the, the shoulder and the driveway of the diner and stuff got all broken and messed up and it was like a phone call like i got a problem dude <laughs> like so i wanted to go help him like pick up broken pieces of like speaker cabinet in the little, little road oh, that's brutal yeah it was a trip man it was a trip
0: so the the other point of view is steven said more than two drinks and you're not at your best don't kid yourself that's right so-
1: steven i agree with that a hundred percent don't uh, kid yourself i don't i don't agree with it 100%. i play much better steve when i have many drinks
0: I, I, not many. There's, a, there's, on, uh, you need on, to know on. your level of tolerance. That's it. And two, for some people, two drinks is nothing. I mean, that's like.
1: Pfft, it's nothing, dude. No. Well, Five drink, yeah.
0: But like Donna said, she said I-, I would rather do a shot after every few songs than have twenty shots lined up after the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that too. Yeah. Although the twenty shots after the show, if you were all loaded up, packed up, and your car was running, you could probably bang all twenty of them down, high five everybody out the door, get in your car, <laughs> and as long as you lived like within twenty minutes of the gig, you could be home before you it really hit you. And you no, finish. I doubt that. Not yeah, that you many could shots. Motor right through me. <gasps> right no way. Greg said, "I'd venture that there'd be more. There's been more
0: banned mishaps for drinking and or smoking, than there has been for not drinking, and smoking, and or smoking." Greg, having
1: uh, I think you were correct in that, and I think that applies to probably. just about every scenario in life.
0: Right. Yes. After a while, the law of diminishing returns takes effect, as Leo says. Yes, indeed, indeed, um,
1: Steve. A lot of wisdom flowing here. So a what, lot of
0: wisdom. What have we learned? We've learned that. Uh, you could do whatever the hell you want, and yes,
1: Steve, we've learned that everyone's entitled to their own opinion, everyone has one, yes. and there really is no right answer, is there?
0: There never so really it is. Depends
1: on your own personal choices, and only yes. you, Steve, would have to live the choices that you
0: make. That's right, you have to live with the choices that you make and the consequences thereof, yes, that come about.
1: Consequences are potential results, Steve, depending on.
0: Danny, well, it said you and I got some stories. Danny, uh, oh yeah, we got a couple. Dan, well, Danny's a singer I played with, and uh, we used to imbibe quite a bit. Him more than me, I'm gonna say. Hey, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but Lizzie says you can only metabolize one shot per hour. So.
1: Mm. Um, uh, what if it's a double or triple shot, though? As if it's good point. a single single thing. There Russia. you go. <laughs> Rush over people beat the cops back in the day. Yeah. See that? Yeah. Greg's on it. He knows. The beat the cops, the cops game. Yeah, but I'm talking about not drinking all night and then at the very end, bang the 20 shots and go. No, no. Very bad. Yeah. Idea. Very, very bad. Do not, do not water take water you're as, as uh, you're driving well, 15 minutes away. Stop at McDonald's drive through No, it. you can't. No, then that, that's that's why you're saying it won't work, Steve, because it won't. Cause while you're in the drive-through, you're like, "Yeah, I like three, like five cheeseburgers," and, and the guy's <laughs> you're like, "Thanks, thanks You're driving away like all hammered down. You gotta be, you gotta, you gotta get in the car and go straight home, man. You got a stopwatch going like Dukes of Hazard. You got like sixteen minute window. And that's the cop where the cops are gonna hang out near the McDonald's. Well, you know what you do, Steve, is you practice it at home. You line up twenty shots. <laughs> you bang them down. <laughs> you start a stopwatch, and then you see w- how long it takes until you like feel like you can't st- like you you're having trouble standing up, or you wouldn't be able to drive. And if you look down, you're like twenty two minutes, and you're like, okay, then I know if I can make it home in twelve, I'm golden. Practice this, makes perfect, dude. This is, not, this and, is not and and if it, if you find that you can't do it, like you're like, oh man, I'm shit faced after like seven minutes, then you wait a couple of days and you do it again. And you just keep doing it a couple of times a week <laughs> until you get, you increase you your time. Then you know you're good. No, this is not the kind of wisdom I'm used yeah, to no. hearing from you. I, and let, let me tell you something Pete, you're fired. Okay. That was Pete's idea. He thought it'd be funny to do that. And I disagree with him. And now here we are. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. I'm putting your name up. So everybody knows it's Tony Thunderbird who said that. That's it. TTB. TTB. Um... Uh, but Lizzie's also a nurse, so she, you know, trust her on the advice that she gives yes. about the alcohol intake.
1: No, you know. agreed. I'm just teasing I don't think I anybody know. could do that pound 20 shots. I think by the time you got to your car, you'd already be feeling 20 it. shots is ridiculous. Yes. That's yes.
0: ridiculous because that's a lot of liquid. Yeah. And it's hard to drink that much liquid in a short amount of time.
1: Let's go like shot, 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 shot. And take a little breather for a second. Yeah, Whew. shot, 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 shot. Yeah. And then, you'd like, a- and then you'd be that's nine, and you'd be like, I can't do twenty to them out Bye. Yeah, that's too much. Vominals. I
0: couldn't do I couldn't do twenty shots of water. Sure, you could. I could. All right. Well, it depends how big the shot is, I guess. Back in the day, the cops didn't care, but today they're hanging at the bar waiting to catch you, says Donna. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, you know, that's how they
1: get to meet the quotas, I guess. Coppers. I don't know. I had to keep all the drunks off the street from killing innocent people. Driving, like driving drunk. Not good. Blue Spud thinks you're a crazy mofo. (laughs) He should partner up with that chick from a couple of shows ago, remember? Said I was tripping. You're tripping, man. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yes.
0: Joe Sab uh, says, where's that studio? I'm in. If he had to pick someone based on personality to record me, I just might pick you. Well, thanks, Joe. I'm um, in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know where you are. Um, he's at Wisdom Studios. Yeah, see if they're test tube shots, like the 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 Tudor shots. Yeah, yeah, those are easy. That's yeah. not a real shot. But you could do twenty of those. Yeah, because that's not even that's barely any alcohol. You could be those. like, C-c-c-c-c-c-c-c. yeah, I could do yeah twenty in a minute, <laughs> and not feel a thing. Easily. Joe's in Florida. We're in Florida, Joe. I was just in Florida. Shottsville, Florida. Yes. Uh, But if you need a drummer, Joe, Tony's got his whole uh, studio back there, too.
1: Yeah, Joe, we can record via email. Skype. Yeah. StreamYard.
0: All kinds of good stuff. All kinds of good stuff. Microsoft Teams. Yeah. So I've been working on a bunch of stuff with Cover Band Central. Um, If anybody is not part of everything Cover Band Central, there's a Facebook page. There's a Facebook group. There is the YouTube channel where, and there's the uh, link in the description. Check that out. Click that link. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you get notified every time we go live. And you can check out all the other videos that we've done. There's a lot of content on there. And um, what else do we do, Tony? There's the audio podcast. You can just listen if you have a uh, favorite way of listening to podcasts on your audio thingy.
1: And now that weed's legal, Steve, if you're out there and you're unemployed, you can go get some weed and you can go start at episode one. And 168 hours later, yes. you will be so completely overwhelmed and filled with wisdom Yes, that you'll either be numb to the wisdom or you'll be so enlightened that you'll be you'll be here forever. You'll be here every week with us. right? Share, and that's what, sharing exactly the wisdom, want. Steve.
0: We want you here forever. So be good to yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Be healthy. Yeah. Never. Uh go too crazy and you're scaring me right now i don't
1: know what's going on i thought you're fading it out man this is supposed to be the ending it's it's 89 you know yeah but
0: well i still have to tell everybody man you know i still have to tell everybody carvancentral.com sign up for a free profile for you your band or both um it is growing daily i'm putting more content on there daily and you can put content on there too once you sign up it's uh it works just like facebook so check that out and i said the youtube thing and uh I got a lot of things I'm working on, so stay tuned. We'll see you next time.